Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today I have with me Cynthia Height. Now I was introduced to Cynthia by Kathy Callahan and I know all of you listened to that episode. And if your brand's making new and you haven't listened to the Kathy Callahan episode, go back and listen to it because she's phenomenal and she's brilliant. And she now also has introduced me to the amazing, fabulous Cynthia Height. And I had a conversation with her and immediately was like, yes, 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 yes. We need you on the show. So other than the fact that she's a referral from Kathy Callahan, let me tell you a little more about Cynthia. She's the author of a women's empowerment blog and network marketing rep of a beauty brand, helping women step out of their shadows and truly shine. She is a natural storyteller, enrolling people into her mission and vision, helping others see what is possible when they say yes to opportunities to their biggest, brightest version of themselves. She weaves stories into her content to not only tell about her journey, but to share about the journey of others who are on the road to greatness. Because through storytelling is where your audience starts to know, like, and trust you. And from there, your impact will start to grow. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you, Jenny. I'm so happy to be here. I am excited too, because I know that one of the things that I've talked about with my clients, and this is something we briefly discussed in our pre-interview conversation a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks back, you know, for me, storytelling is something that comes naturally to me. I tell stories all the time. I watched my dad do it, got really good at it. And so I talk to my clients about telling stories, but I don't know how to break down and do it the way you do. So how did you get into this world of storytelling also with your background in, with a beauty brand in, in network marketing? Well, I love reading. I think that's kind of where storytelling started, but I didn't know that I really liked writing until the pandemic. I feel like people gained a lot of skills during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I started writing this blog and I was one of those people who was like, I don't have anything to say. Why would I start a blog? But then the words like started pouring out of me for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'm like, maybe I do have something to say. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Storytelling is something that's so interesting because people learn so much through story and we really connect with people through story. So I started taking a storytelling class and then I took another one and then I took another one and I was like, I really like this. There's not that many people talking about storytelling, but I could see how we could really use this in the network marketing profession. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing is I don't care how much people love the brand and the company that they're with, no matter what brand or company they're with. 
their customers are buying the person. They're not buying the product. Yes, because we definitely buy the person who's introducing us to it. Because if we don't like the person, I'm like, no, 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 thank you. (laughs) You know, right? I'm already like, no. But if I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so sweet. She's so cute. She's so this. And then you're like, oh, here's a product. I'm like, ooh, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's true for a lot of people because I think we are both representative of a lot of people on this planet because people are people, people. Yes. (laughs) You know? And storytelling is one of the, it is the oldest art form out there because I forget who said it. I was just listening to a thing the other day where somebody was saying, you know, even back in the day, people were telling stories before we could even talk by painting pictures on on the walls of caves, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so you got into the storytelling. How have you found, and what are the ways in which you use story to build your network marketing business? Well, really, I use it to build my brand because like we were saying, people will buy you before they buy the product. Mm. So just to showcase who I am, I'll take them through like what my struggles are. I take them through like what I've been doing over the past three years and well, almost two and a half years in network marketing and entrepreneurship. I introduce them to other people through storytelling. So people in my company, people in my even like Kathy Callahan, you know, I'll write stuff and and just put on my website or my page about who I'm dealing with in day-to-day life, right? And that really starts to just open people's eyes like, okay, so she's a businesswoman. She works a nine to five, although, you know, like she has cats, you know, they start to learn more about me <laughs> and they're mm-hmm. like, I kind of like her. I'm just going to follow her for a little bit longer and see like, what does she have to offer? Yeah, exactly. And I think too, at least what's been true for me, because again, I'm really good at telling my own story. (laughs) Yeah, You know, can't really break down for others how to tell theirs. So I'm glad that you're here to help us shape that out. But what I have found for me is that people, when they read what I'm putting out on social media, for example, or telling my story here on the podcast, is they connect to different parts of the story because it sounds like something they're going through. Is that what you Mm -hmm. find too? Yeah. And when we tell different parts of the story, we're kind of like, I like to call it enrolling, you know, like we're signing them up into the part of the story because they're like, oh my gosh, me too. Oh yeah, me too. (laughs) Even if it's like a down part, they're like, wow, I thought I was the only person struggling with this and I'm glad I'm not alone. Oh, nice. So is this now a skill that you teach the people on your team or how are you now getting this information out to people in the network marketing space? Well, I need to be doing it more. So thank you for the opportunity (laughs) to be doing this. But I've led classes for Kathy in her workshops and her challenges where, you know, I kind of teach, it's a very short and simple framework, but Mm -hmm. when you do it consistently, people really do, they, they look up, right? They're paying attention. They're like, wait a minute, this person has something to say. And they're sharing something with me that I didn't know about them. They're sharing something that's interesting to them because they're like, this is part of my story too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's start, if you're okay, with 
digging into what some of the framework is. So hopefully the badass crew right now is not driving and maybe just maybe is pulling out some notebook paper and a pen to begin to write some of this information down or at least listen through the first time and then come back and re-listen again, guys, because this is going to be gold. I'm excited for it. So how do they get started? What are the different parts of the framework or where do they even, where does this whole storytelling thing begin for them? So a lot of times, like I think about people who are posting about maybe a client or themselves, like what their testimonial is. Mm -hmm. That's your story right there. Or that's that person's story. You're sharing that. Or if you're presenting in front of a group and you're, you know, you're sharing about your products, but there's story behind it. There's something that you have to connect with your audience before you can sell them the cleanser or the lipstick or whatever. You have to make that connection, right? The connection comes before the conversion. And it doesn't have to be complicated, but they need to hear it, right? And it can be short. It can be two or three minutes of you sharing one little part that's going to connect them to you. And then they're like, I need to hear more. I need what you have to offer. Mm, Nice. So now those are some ideas of what they can get. Now, how do they write the story? Okay. So it's, like I said, a very simple five-step framework. It starts with hooking them, right? Like you, if you're writing a story, you have to hook them. Right? They're the fish. You're going to bring them in. Yes. Right? Social media is so noisy and there's just so much, I would say competition. That's just the word that comes to mind because everyone's vying for their, for your space, for your eyes. You know, it's like, okay, whose thing am I going to read when I go to go to scroll? I find yourself in the scroll hole like I do, <laughs> but I'm going to stop in, at the things that really draw me in. If it's right. just like block text, I'm like, Mm-mm, no, thank you. I want to read that. Yes. But if it's like some little, like little line, that's like, so I wrote one before I come, came on here. It's like, I would have never been able to do this three years ago. Something that simple. Cause Ooh. it's like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Right? Like, what is she talking about? What does she mean? So what I was talking about is being afraid to speak in public. I have a fear of public speaking for the past 30 plus years, but I've been able to learn how to do it more by doing it more. So I was like, let me just write a little, you know, a little story to hook some people in to this exact moment that we're having right now. Oh, I love that. So what you're telling me is you've already told you've already told everybody you're going to be on the podcast, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Of course. That's the way to do it, right? Because that's part of the story, right? Like start with the tease, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on a show. And then, hey, I just heard my show's coming out next week. Here's this, you know, and you can tell the story after the end. Like, oh, there's so, so many stories. Okay. So we have the hook. So we hook them in. So how are you get them hooked in? How do people figure out what the hook is? Well, the hook can really be anything. You can write the hook after you write the story, actually. Ah. Um, you can write out what you want to say and then reorganize it. it does, you don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I have this has to be this big complicated thing where I sit down with a pen and a paper and I have to write and, and I have to do an essay and a dissertation. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Right. Social media is not about the dissertation. It's about like short capturing of a moment in time. Yeah. Right. So you can write the hook after you can think of something clever. 
you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you this. People are like, what is it? Yes, I would agree with that. I mean, honestly, when I'm writing a lot of my social media posts that are business related ish, but they're going on my personal page because my business is a part of who I am. I mean, I, I spend 40 plus hours a week working my business in some way, shape or form. I'm obsessed with my business because I love my clients. I, you know, so I share about it on social media quite a bit. And I would say that sometimes those, the posts that get the most like eyes on them and the most reactions are those ones that start out with that simple little y'all. You're not going (laughs) to believe this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, like whatever it may be. So sometimes it's, oh my gosh, I just got, you know, this thing that just happened or check out this thing that happened with my kids and my cats or, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes (laughs) it's not business related, but it's a story that makes me relatable to my audience because my audience are also moms who have pets of a variety you know so Mm -hmm. once we get them hooked so we've got the hook or we write the story and we get the hook what's the next part of the story so the next part is the struggle right Mm. you want to take them into your struggle take them into that part of the story that's the part that they're going to relate to because more often than not they're struggling with the exact same thing Mm. So you take them into your struggle, but not too far. You don't want to take them into like the depths of the ocean. (laughs) Okay. It's it's hard to come back from like a really long, sad, drawn out story. Right. So you want to take them into a little segment of the story. So like I said, I have been afraid of public speaking. Right. That was pretty much almost the, the second or third line of that little story that I wrote. because. I'm doing this great big thing with Jenny. You would never have guessed that I was afraid of public speaking. (laughs) Right. Well, and it also helps that really in all honesty, it's just you and me here. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but that, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, everybody understands that that little bit of pain, right? Mm -hmm. Because when somebody asks how you're doing, they don't want to hear you know, the depths of your despair, unless they're a really good friend and they really mean how you doing, you yeah. know, but they definitely understand, you know, oh yeah, I couldn't get my kids to empty the dishwasher this week either. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, oh, why does the mom always have to scream at the top of her lungs before somebody does something, right? Yes. Like we all understand that struggle. We all get that, right? But we don't want to yeah. get into, suck as a mom you know yeah you know don't take them too far deep into the into the struggle right Um, but let them see and understand the pain that you are having or that you were experiencing because like for me I really was afraid of public speaking and this even this two people talking I would be shaking I would be so nervous and I so I challenged myself to do one minute videos for like 60 or 90 days a couple years ago. That's how I got over it because I was like, I couldn't choke out a one minute video. A one, just one minute was terrifying for me. 
Oh my goodness. I know a lot of people understand that, especially a lot of new network marketers, people who are like, I'm not used to being on camera. I'm not used to sharing my story. I'm not used to talking to people. This is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, especially, especially in post COVID world, right? Because so many Mm -hmm. people are working from home now or working from home most of the week. So they don't even have to really interact with their coworkers or customers. Really. They just put the stuff in the spreadsheet (laughs) and then send it to corporate or whatever they're, you know what I mean? Whatever they're doing, they're not having to interact with people. So having that network marketing piece now as a part of their business, well, part of network marketing is the networking, which is talking to people and marketing, which is talking to people. Also talking to people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Your job is to talk to people now, right? I know. Uh, Yeah. So we have a hook. We have the struggle. Yeah. Then we share the cure. Okay, so the cure is where you tell them what happened that changed it all, which I just told you. Ah. I did 60 or 90 days. I can't remember. It was traumatic. (laughs) 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 One minute videos. At first. At first, I was really like, oh my gosh, I can't. It was just going on Instagram. I had like two followers, so nobody was paying attention. (laughs) However, people started watching it. And people started paying attention. And even though I was shaking, they would comment like, oh, my gosh, girl, I've been watching you. Congratulations. Day 15, day 30, day 45. And I'm like, people are watching watching this. Nice. There were people who were like, I needed to see this because I also need to learn how to grow my confidence to speak in front of others or to speak on live video or to do these presentations. I needed this. Thank you. Mm, Nice. So we have a hook and share the struggle and then share the cure. Yeah. What's the fourth part? Fourth part is the transformation. Uh Right. So the transformation is what you're seeing today. They're seeing you in the flesh or hearing your voice more confident. They're seeing like maybe you have a weight loss journey and they've seen you know, maybe you lost 20 pounds or 10 pounds or five pounds, whatever it is, they're seeing that and they may not have understood what it took to get there. But when you share the story, then they're like, oh man, I was eating Doritos at two in the morning too. Maybe this could be for me, you know, whatever (laughs) she's been doing. Maybe I can have this transformation also. Ooh, I like it. And so for you getting to share the transformation is, you know, using the analogy that you've been using so far. Look, now I'm on a podcast. I did one one minute videos two years ago and now I'm on a podcast. Yes. (laughs) There you go, people. Right. So I so share some stories then of some of the what's is there someone that you can think of that you taught this to you taught this framework to. And they came back and they shared with you their transformation. What has happened in some of their businesses when they started sharing stories like this on social media and in person? So there's a woman named Teddy. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, you know, we've been kind of talking about like, how can we like create that story, right? How can we create that story that really connects 
to the audience. And so there's a lot of revision that goes on when you're creating a story, because it's like, what pieces are people going to actually connect to? Right. Mm-hmm. Like what what is the thing that's going to like help them transition from? Yeah, I know you. I've seen your face on social media to now I'm buying your products or, you know, joining your team or whatever, whatever the outcome is that you want. But some of that part is just like crossing out parts of the story that don't make sense and merging things together and just, you know, saying, you know what, I'm going to revise the story over and over until it makes sense to me. And, and until I can say it confidently and until I can deliver it to a group of people and it actually helps them to connect to me. Right. And so she's like, what parts of my story do I put together? And so we work on that. And I'm like, she tells more parts of different parts of her story. And I'm like, these are great stories to start. Like I said, enrolling people in you, like building that no like and trust factor on your social media. And being able to share like these little vulnerable parts of you, like parts of your past that people will relate to, that's Mm -hmm. where the customers are going to come from. That's where the connections are going to come from. Oh, yes, exactly. Because again, I think we already addressed this. It's, It's about people connecting to you and who you are. And then especially if your story matches theirs, I because I know for me, to say, for example, what connected me to my direct sales business when I got started. So I was in the jewelry industry before. Mm-hmm. And when I started, I was a stay-at-home mom wearing yoga pants and yoga and sweatshirts and had my hair pulled back in a ponytail. And the only jewelry I wore was my wedding ring, my watch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and occasionally the push presents my former husband had gotten me for our first kid being born. So I had some real, real, you know, air quotes around real jewelry that I was scared to wear because I didn't want it to break. I didn't want to lose it because these were my push presents, right? And so I wasn't wearing jewelry and yet I got invited to a jewelry thing, you know? Mm And I walked out with a business because I, after trying on the jewelry and seeing the opportunity went, I could see myself doing this, you know, and I don't have to be the, the yoga pants wearing sweatshirt wearing, you know, hair in a messy bun mom, if I don't want to be. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and not that there's anything wrong with people who want to do that. There are certain times in our lives as moms where that, that is still me sometimes yoga pant wearing sweatshirt hair in a messy bun was literally me last night as I was handing out Halloween candy. Yeah. It was literally me at the end of the night. I started out being a witch and by the end of the night, the wig was off. <laughs> it was cold and I didn't want my costume to get smoky sitting out by the fire pit, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's the story yes. of who I was before I started my jewelry business and then who I became. Now people see me and they're like, oh my gosh, you're a yoga pants wearing, hoodie wearing, you know, hoodie wearing, messy haired bun mom from time to time. Yeah. That used to be me every day, but then I realized in business, I get to do a little bit more, zhuzh myself up. Although today I am wearing my you're on mute (laughs) t-shirt because I love wearing this when I'm on Zooms all day. (laughs) I love it. 
So, but the, you know, it's those kinds of stories that people connect to, you know, when people listen, that story that I just told episode one of this podcast, and I get people reaching out to me from time to time going, I love your story. Mm-hmm. I love how you got into direct sales and why you got into coaching. They love hearing that. And so I'm always like, okay, cool. Go listen to episode one and episode two. That'll tell you why. Yes. <laughs> why and how, <laughs> right? Because that story is so important. So I told that story from day one just because I want people to connect with me, mm-hmm. right? Who yeah. am I to put out a podcast? Well, this is who I am to put out a podcast. That's right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Actually, that leads us right into step five, the final step. Ooh, yes. This, yes, yes, yes. Which is belief, right? Belief <sighs> that they can have the same transformation, right? They can be uh, that sweatpants, sweatshirt, messy bit, bun girl, right? uh-huh. but also go have a jewelry business, go have a beauty business, go have a podcast because yeah. who you are today doesn't mean that that's who you're going to be forever. Right. You can change. You can evolve. You can be that person that you've always wanted to be. But you've maybe you've been too afraid. Maybe you didn't have anybody to put belief into you. Maybe you never saw this kind of thing before. And somebody invited you and you're like, "Ooh, now my eyes are open, which is how a lot of people join direct sales. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. And one of the most common themes that's been coming up in my life for about the last three or four weeks has been the idea of borrowed belief. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, when I got started in my business, I believed in myself just enough to get it started. Right. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> but I also knew what I wanted to create and what I've always been told my whole life. Like, you've got so much potential. You've got so much, like, if you would just, like, stick with it, like, in school especially, right? I think that borrowed belief piece came from my mentor. That borrowed belief piece came from my husband and now my my boyfriend who I live with. You know, that borrowed belief piece is really important. So what I want the listener right now to be thinking of is if you're sitting here going, well, I don't even believe in myself right now. Okay, cool. We believe in you. Right, Cynthia? Like, yes. And belief (sighs) is going to grow. Yes. And your belief is going to grow. And it's going to come from sharing your story over and over and over and over again. Right. Just like you did. Yeah. Every day (laughs) for 60 (laughs) days, (laughs) one minute a day telling a different part of your story. Right. Yes. And When I joined my direct sales beauty business, I would always tell the story about how I, they could see it on my face. I had terrible acne, right? But with using the products and with consistency and with just taking care of me and my skin and my face and just spending time doing that, my skin started to get better. But I'm always like, I'm the girl with the acne. And people are like, oh yeah, she was the girl with the acne. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that was me. That was part of my story. And I couldn't, I couldn't escape it because you could see it on my face. But now that people can't see that on my face anymore, right? The acne is gone or my skin is so much better. People, first of all, people who knew me are like, oh my gosh, your skin is so much better. What are you doing? Second of all, I'm like, 
here's a testimonial by me because I am a product of the product, right? Yes. I'm using the product. I'm sharing, like, here's my skin journey. Yes, you can see it through pictures, but I can also share it through words because, like, there's emotion behind it. Like, I struggled with acne for 30 years. So for someone who's had, like, such a long journey with it, it's like there was a lot of trauma, you know, just like feeling not pretty all the time and not knowing what to do about it. And there's just so much underneath. And people are like, yeah, me too. (laughs) Because, you know, it can be embarrassing. It it can make you feel insecure. It can make you feel so many different emotions. But if people aren't talking about it, you feel like you're just the only one. No kidding. And I heard this a few or actually just last weekend when I was in Denver at a conference, somebody said, thank you for sharing your story and being you, because that gives me permission to be me. Yes. And I was like, true. Oh, I love that. So I hope my friend Alex is listening right now because I love sharing that story because it is so completely true. The more each of us share of ourselves, it gives all of us more permission to be ourselves. Yes. And it's all going to come from sharing your story, telling your story. And, you know, again, you know, you said the belief is so important because it comes at the end. Well, it's okay, I think, correct me Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong, if at the end of their story say, I'm still working on believing in myself. Yep. Huh. You don't even have to be in the belief yet. (laughs) Look at that, guys. And I'm still working on believing in myself. I'm still working on it. And hello, my confidence is pretty darn high right now compared to where I was three years ago when I started. Seriously, go listen to my first episode. (laughs) Go listen to my first few interviews that I did. I'm a much different interviewer now than I was three and a half years ago when I started. And, And so I think, you know, if I had based my belief of where I was going to be based on where I was, yeah, mm-hmm. I would have I would have had a hard time <laughs> with it too. <laughs> but everyone around me was like, do it, do the podcast. You've got this. You've got this, you know? And I was like, okay, let's go. And <laughs> I, love I, it. I did it scared, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's what we all end up doing, right? Yeah. And like I said, your skills, when your skill grows, your belief grows, your skill grows, your belief grows. And every time you put yourself out there, you might flop, but your skills going to grow. Your belief will grow because you're like, all right, I didn't die. I can get up and go again. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't die. I didn't die. That's I can't tell you the number of times that I was like, okay, yep, thank goodness that worked. I didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many times I've said it out loud, but I've at least thought it in my head. I'm telling you. So, Cynthia, I know that people right now are going, okay, this sounds amazing. This sounds fabulous. Is there a way we can get this to people so that they can have access to this framework or at least having the art of storytelling available to them. Yes. I've made you a little snazzy PDF. (laughs) And Jenny's going to put it in the show notes. And you're free to connect with me on social, on my personal page anytime I'm there. And 
you'll read my stories and maybe enroll in one of them and find yourself in one of my stories and, and think, hmm, I like this girl. <laughs> I love it. So yes, badass crew, you guys know how this goes. Now, for those of you who are maybe listening to, for the very first time, and this is your very first podcast ever, and you're like, show notes, what are show notes? Where do I find the show notes? Because I want to connect with Cynthia and I want to get the art of storytelling guide. Here's what you do. As long as you're not driving, grab your phone, click on today's episode, just tap on it right there on the screen pull it up. And then if you scroll up just a little bit, the show notes are there under Cynthia's beautiful picture. So she's going to be the the podcast art for this episode. Just scroll up down below Cynthia's picture. You will see the her link to her Facebook page, as well as to a couple of her other social media places. So if Facebook isn't your thing, but maybe you love the Instagram, you can connect with her there. And we do have the direct link to her art of storytelling guide. So that way you guys can go click on that, download that and connect with her. And I don't know, maybe try telling your story to Cynthia to let her know how grateful you are for learning yes. how to tell your story. Would you like to hear other people's stories, Cynthia? Yes, I definitely do. I love to hear other people's stories. Yes. So there you go. You heard it from Cynthia. She wants to hear from you. She wants to hear your story. Test her out. See how you did in following her directions on those five pieces of the framework and her art of storytelling guide. Cynthia, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. This I love this conversation. I think I'm going to listen to it over and over when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. I really hope you do because seriously, I think you're absolutely right. Not enough people in network marketing are telling their story. And if they just would tell their story, just tell your mm -hmm. story, just tell their yes. story. Keep telling it over and over. Yeah. People don't get tired of hearing your story. They want to hear it as much as you get tired of it. They're not tired of it because no. that story is the connection piece to you. Yeah. And as long as you continue to move and grow, the story continues to move and grow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to change a little bit. You're going to have new endings because here's where I am now. And here's where I am now. And here's where I am now. So Yay. it'll be great. So Cynthia, you are awesome. You're amazing. And I would love to have you back to be able to tell your next story, share the next piece, share the next part of your journey, because you are still newish to the world of direct sales two years yeah. in. So I know as you continue to build and grow and tell your story, you're going to have so many more amazing accomplishments to add. And we're going to want to talk all about those and how you got there and how story got you there, because I think it's going to be huge for you. So I can't wait to watch you and your story grow. Thank you so much. And I'll be following you and your story as always. <laughs> I love it. Well, Badass crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there is another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. 
You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.